Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon. We've been married for 17 years. We have four kids and a special episode of Forefront today. We are interviewing artist Danny Goki. He's got so many fun songs. Actually, your first introduction to Danny Goki might have been on American Idol a few years ago. Danny, I'm so glad that we get to talk with you today. Thank you for joining us on Forefront Podcast. My pleasure. Glad to be a part of what you're doing. Danny, you're from Wisconsin originally, right? Is that true? Yep. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Born and raised. Milwaukee. Wow. Packers fan? Fully committed to my Packers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's all the time we have left of Forefront. No, (laughs) No, just kidding. Vikings fans here. I knew that would happen. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, want to talk to you about, well, this is a marriage podcast, so we'd love to, if, if it's okay with you, kind of probe into your marriage a little bit. All right. You guys ready for this? I we hope are so. Ready for yeah. This. I mean, more so, we're just kind of curious. What are your three things for marriage? So this could be like tips, advice, lessons you've learned along the way. Okay, so this is what I would say off the bat. Right away, the first thing that you need to do is watch your words and what you say to your spouse, because that can really plant some good seeds and move the marriage in the right direction, or plant some really bad seeds which end up separating. So words are super important. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I know finding out your spouse's love language is really important because it's a way directly to their heart. So, you know, Gary mm-hmm. Chapman has that book, Five Love Languages, and it really sums up how people communicate best, with, so to speak. So my wife, I feel like sometimes she's all five love languages, so it's a little complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The one the one thing that means a lot to her is gifts, and it's gifts because it means that I'm thinking of her when I'm not with her. Mm-hmm. So when I come back with a tiny gift, she feels like that I was out and I had her on my mind. And for her, that's a really thing. You know, for other people, it's words of affirmation. I know that's mine. Mm-hmm. Or it's, you know, uh, quality time, or I forgot what all the other ones are. But for her, it's that way. And then I think this one it's kind of a dual one. It's putting her first, putting her needs first. I don't know. It, that communicates to her if I'm thinking of her first at home. Make Like yesterday, I went out and bought her one of her favorite donuts. You know, like, mm-hmm. so I went to the donut shop to give me a donut. But while I was there, <laughs> I her one. I know, as simple as it is, this, it means so much to her. So this morning, I got it yesterday, but this morning, I surprised her with it. You know, yeah. like, hey, here's your favorite vegan donut. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, putting her first through that, looking like it's not selfish. If I would have went there and just bought myself a donut, that looks selfish, you know? Yeah, that's so great. I also, my top love language is gifts as well. So yeah. I can definitely relate to that and understand that. But I know that was hard for Adam, my husband, to understand at first. Even the idea that it doesn't have to be huge. You know, a donut is a small no. gift, but... It really does convey a ton of love. Right. And it gets further complicated because, you know, Christina's love language is is gifts, but her other love language is not donuts. So I have to go somewhere else to get the gift. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I I, I feel you. And, and, (laughs) you know, I tell my wife, I'm like, man, because I, you know, a lot of times that language speaks to them and it doesn't speak to you. Mm -hmm. And that's the hard part. So it's not. It's not your first instinct or first language. It's something that you have to learn and be disciplined on, which that's not, that's not fun. Like, I think 
another thing is too is like they just want to be seen so when you walk into a room you see them first you know like mm. you see them when they're emotion when they got a haircut that means i don't know about you but that means a lot to my wife when i noticed she got a haircut or when i oh, noticed yeah. it's these things that honestly i don't really pay a whole lot of attention to at that time <laughs> i feel you <ya>. yeah that's <laughs> so great yeah. i love that be seen yeah definitely yeah you got another one danny oh man i think being patient mm. because there's things that i like that she doesn't like and there's things that she likes that i don't like yeah here's a good verse for I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live not I, but Christ lives in me. It's like taking that approach in the marriage. Jesus lived through me so I can hit all my wife's love languages. And you know what I mean? There is a selfish bent to the human being that is hard to break. I, I know for sure men, trust me, they love back rubs and they love foot rubs for the most part. So <laughs> add that to the love language list. <laughs> That's amazing. That's so great. How long have you been married, Danny? Nine years. Nine years. That's excellent. Wow. How did you meet your wife? Uh-oh. Here we go. You all ready for this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yes. I'm not ready for this, but uh, we met on Twitter. Really? On Twitter? We, we literally got married in like from meeting on Twitter to marriage seven and a half months. Wow. wow. So did you see yeah, something that she posted or did she comment on something you had posted? See, this is where it gets complicated. Oh, yeah, and it's so interesting, you know, because I thought I would never have to tell this story because I thought Twitter was going away. It wasn't until our last president brought Twitter to life. Mm. I, I, I'm telling you, like, revived Twitter. I was like, oh, I would just... Hopefully Twitter will go away and I'll just have to say social media. But now I have to say Twitter because it is alive and well. <laughs> and so I was – so this gets – it's going to get more weird before it gets to the better part. Okay. Um, Buckle up. This is awesome. I, I was doing a Chuck Norris event, right? What? Literally, Chuck what? Norris – yeah, Chuck – this is true. Chuck Norris, his team hired me and my band to play a fundraiser he had. What does he do at a fundraiser? Like wrestle bears? <laughs> I, you know what? I wish I could say he did, but he doesn't live up to all the Chuck Norris jokes. Oh, he doesn't live up to it. Oh. In person. I know I'm breaking hearts. I just broke many men's love language right there. Um, and so when I, when I got to meet him, of course, my first question was like, do you have a favorite joke? Do you know this is happening? You know, do you know you are being casted as a legend among legends? And so he shared me his favorite joke. And I went and tweeted it, right? Mm-hmm. I came into the show, and then after I got back on my phone, I was scrolling through my Twitter. I seen a picture of a girl I've never seen. And I was like, she's not one of the usual fans. Who is she? I clicked on her profile. Says she was a Christian. I was like, ooh, she must like me. Well, where was I wrong? I clicked on her profile, and I saw that she had retweeted a bunch of Chuck Norris jokes, and I just fell into the Chuck Norris. So it was like a hashtag that was going around that she picked up on. Okay. You know, and retweeted it, but was retweeting other Chuck Norris. So I just went, she's, my wife's Hispanic. I went, I DM'd her and we, uh, I wrote her in Spanish. She responded and literally our first phone call, I heard the Lord say she was my wife. And I know that sounds crazy, but I didn't hear an audible voice. It was deep inside my heart. I just had this massive impression, that's your wife. And I hadn't even met her yet. Aww. But I was pretty skeptical of that because that was really weird. I was like, oh, wait, where did that come from? That knowing. But after dating for a little bit, it just progressed pretty quickly. And now we have four kids. Wow. That's so great. That's amazing. So 
I have to ask, what what is Chuck Norris's favorite joke? I wish I could remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. This is literally back in April. It was like April 16, 2011. Oh, man. Yeah. And- and that's when I remember, but I can't remember his favorite joke. And he was like, did you know I have my own book of endorsed Chuck Norris joke? I said, I had no idea. <laughs> that's so funny. That's so, oh, so four kids. That is so great. How old are your kids? We have Danny, who's eight, Victoria, six, Gabriel, three, Emmanuel, a year and a half. Mm, that's excellent. Shifting gears a little bit, thinking back maybe over the last week or so, Danny, what's something that's brought you joy recently? Just recently, I had my barber. This is literally today. My barber came to our house. He comes to my house and he cuts me and my hair and all three of my boys' hair. My son, my three-year-old Gabriel, got so mad. I don't know what he was. The barber was spraying the top of his hair to get it wet so he could cut the top. And he just got so angry. And I just pulled my phone out and recorded it. I mean, it is just like his face is the best angry face in the world. And he was telling me how he was, I forgot what he said, how he was mad at I was laughing. I didn't want to, because he doesn't like when he's mad. You know, they're really cute, but they, I think he thinks of it as like you're kind of teasing him and mocking him mm-hmm. when you're laughing, but you're not. You're just like so in love with the kid. So that, yeah. that happened today. It really, really happened today to me. And it was the best. Oh, that's mm. great. That reminds me, we have this picture of our son when he was two years old at a birthday party. He's got the birthday party hat on. He's got a cupcake in front of him, which is the angriest face. <laughs> and it is one of our favorite pictures. We just laugh at it every time we see it. Like, how can you be that mad? You're at a birthday party right. with a cupcake. <laughs> I know. I think it was it's his sister's. Yeah, I think it was his sister's birthday because the the hat was pink and My Little Pony, so yeah, it just kind of added to the whole drama <laughs> of the situation. I don't know. Yeah, so hang on to that video, hang on to that picture. They'll look back at that and laugh. Oh, so flip side, what's something that's been hard for you recently? Oh, what has been hard? Uh, you know, I think one of the things is just you know with COVID coming in. You know, messing up live events, which is what we do, which is our main source of income as artists. Yeah. It's been difficult to cash flow situations, I would say. But thankfully, God has proven himself faithful. But that's been the difficult, seeing live events canceled, trying to get live events back on the road, having limited funds. These are all things that we're just having to pivot through. And so my mind's getting creative to say, well, how can I do this? So I'm in the creative state trying to figure out how can I keep the vision moving forward, keep going touring. Like this tour that I'm coming up in the spring on, I unfortunately have to only go with a little bit of band, which I love taking a full band, you know, mm-hmm. but because of budget. So it's been, so my mind's kind of turning, my mind's in like creative zone. Like how can I, how can I get more creative and how can I, get to a point where even these things don't have to bother me. I can get to an insulated spot where I can always bring the band, always bring a massive live show, the the full live experience to a show. Yeah. Yeah. And man, you got dancers with you when you're live? Holy buckets. That's fun. (laughs) Well, it's me and the band. We all dance together. We choreograph the show. Yeah. And so that's a big part of what we do. And so not having the full band to do that makes it really tough. Yeah, I guess something we could be praying for you about, and not just you, but, but other artists, too. You know, this is a unique situation. You know, the Bible says give thanks always, and so, mm. and in all things, and rejoice, Lord, again, I say rejoice. So I really, you know, and why do we rejoice? Because God is good, and He can turn everything around, and He works everything for our good. And so, you know, our stance, we don't have, I don't have to be depressed. I can just cast my cares, give it to Him, and let Him handle it. So, 
that's that's the best part about serving a God like that. So one last question. This is kind of an anything goes, Danny Gokey style. What's something that's been on the forefront of your mind? Food. I am so hungry right now. <laughs> you don't even know. Like I just, I, I'm at the uh, our office right now with my manager and and our team, and literally one of the one of the team members is going out and grabbing subs from Jersey Mike's, and I am just like, I cannot wait. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait for my cheesesteak. Oh, yes. So I I just have to ask you, as long as we're talking about food and you're from Wisconsin, what's your favorite cheese? Ooh, that's a, whoa. I've never been asked that question, but you know what? I don't discriminate against any cheese. I mean, they're all, make way. I do discriminate against one type of cheese, American cheese. Wait. Because that's not really cheese. Well, I can't think crap. Give me like the real American cheese. Like you buy at the deli section. Mm. That's good stuff. Okay. Sure. <laughs> See, hitting the real issues here with Danny right. Gokey on Fourth right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should ask because it's a marriage podcast. What's your wife's favorite cheese? Oh, Ooh. it used to be blue cheese, but she's after her pregnancy, she's kind of had a, a a diversion and a little reaction to cheese. So she's really mm. had the pivot on cheese, but she loves. She would put blue cheese crumbles on everything. Sure, mm. on her Fruit Loops, on her uh... yeah, fruit <laughs> pancakes. You know, she would do it. Excellent. Well, anything else you'd like to add, Danny? I appreciate your prayers. I appreciate you guys taking time. And, and I'll tell you this. Here, here's what I'll add. Yeah. I heard a preacher say something, and I'm just going to, is it okay if I share it with you guys? Because it's been like my mantra this year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I want to teach my kids this, but it says, I'll read you a little bit of this. Yeah, I won't read the whole thing. So prepare for this, all right? Here we go. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Being your best is hard. Being your normal is hard. Making wise decisions is hard. Making bad decisions is hard. Being in shape is hard. Being out of shape is hard. Losing weight is hard. Being fat is hard. Working out is hard. Being weak is hard. Being disciplined is hard. Being lazy is hard. Getting out your comfort zone is hard. Staying in your comfort zone is hard. Um, Fighting for your marriage is hard. Divorce is hard. Having lots of things is hard. Having nothing is hard. Doing life God's way is hard. Doing your life your own way is hard. Everything is hard. Choose your heart. Mm, yes. That's good. I love that. That is. I love it. It's just like things are hard, so you might as well choose the one and, and have good results, right? Right. There yeah. I mean, we're called to fight the good fight of faith. And so, yeah, it's hard. It's a battle. Yeah. Um, there's military language going on. So, yeah. Yeah. Amen. And, and I think like fighting the good fight of faith is hard. But not fighting the good fight of faith and falling in depression and falling in anxiety and the, the enemy running all over you is harder. So I'm going to choose the hard that's the easiest, which is fighting the good fight of faith. Yeah, choose the hard where you know that you've been guaranteed victory already. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, fighting for a marriage is hard, but getting a divorce, boy, that's even harder. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Easy choice when choosing the hard there. Mm. Yep, that's right. Danny, thank you so much. And by the way, uh, love the new song, New Day. Sounds really good. Thank you, Adam and Christina. I appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you, you, Danny. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for Forefront Podcast. Again, this is Adam and Christina Hannon with Danny Gokey. And we will put a link to the five love language books in our show notes. And you can find those at ForefrontPodcast.com. Forefront is a production of Northwestern Media.